0: Alright, and it looks like we're ready to rock. Hey there everyone, and what the heck is going on? Welcome to everybody's favorite Sunday night Xbox show, the Xbox Roundtable Podcast. This is episode number 164. I'm your host, Invader, and it's a pleasure to have you all here with us. I hope you've all been having a good time over the past few days. Obviously, Christmas just passed, and I know I had my fair share of wine and, well, other beverages... (laughs) However, I hope everyone has just been well and safe overall. And as far as the gaming scene goes, it's been, well, relatively quiet the past week. Of course, with the end of, uh, you know, it's been, again, relatively quiet and it's the end of the year holidays. But hey, you know what? We've still got a lot of things to talk about. And we'll be discussing some recent improvements and news regarding Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. As well, we'll check out the uh, games on the Xbox Countdown sale and give you our well, some of our recommendations. And we'll touch on our favorite games of the past year. But before we get into all that, let me introduce tonight's TXR panel. And I'll start with Tim Dog. Hey, Tim, how you been? It's great to see
1: you. Good to see you. Happy holidays. Uh, hope everyone got their Xboxes and their PS5s. Happy to be here um just uh like you said it's uh, winding down end of the year i think uh gaming definitely uh is um gonna ratchet up in the next year but it's uh we're gonna have a lot to talk about tonight year in review and uh just overall happy to be here and uh, happy holiday to all the people who tune in on uh sunday night yeah
0: yeah buddy well said Jeremy, buddy, how's things at your end? What's up, my lovely Canadian? How was your week, sir? Uh, my week's been uh, pretty relaxing overall. You know, I mean, I've had to uh, work this past weekend, but otherwise, I mean, I don't know. I've just been, you know, taking it easy, pretty much. Did
2: uh, did Santa bring you everything you asked for this
0: holiday? Yeah, pretty Wait, much. Wait, you're
2: Canadian. <laughs> you don't believe in Santa,
0: huh? That's right. <laughs> yeah that's right i believe in uh, mr hankey
2: so i've been trying to finish up this uh the hive busters again which is just a mm. great dlc from um the coalition and i was telling well tim missed it but i talked about you know the art direction the set pieces um just everything about uh hive busters and gears 5 is better than, you know, than the actual game. I mean just from an overall visual standpoint um and you know, even though the characters are kind of meh i just felt like, you know, just from a t- art direction and graphics and you know the the creative uh you know just some of the some of the things they do creatively in Hive busters is just a better effort from the coalition than than uh, you know four and five, which is good. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, we were talking about that a bit before uh, the show, and uh, yeah, my sen- sentiment's are the same. I haven't finished it yet, but I put a well at least two hours into it, and just from the art direction and uh, just the way that like the set pieces are, I I think it's really well done. So, yeah. Hopefully, sure. hopefully they continue with that. I'm just I'm yeah. really excited to see what the coalition have in store after this. So hey, all the power to them. All right. Moving on down the list here. Eric Shockley buddy. How you been?
3: Pretty good. Hope hope everyone had a good uh holiday. Uh I haven't been playing too well. No, I I'll, I'll rephrase that. I had been playing a lot. <laughs> Not of any of like Hyde Busters I haven't gotten to or Cyberpunk. Had some family over, so we've been playing a lot of uh, Monopoly on the Xbox lately. So that one's pretty cool. Um, So you can just easily uh, pass around the controller. So it's it's nice, you know, cool, casual, you know, setting. So instead of playing around like a board game, so it makes the game kind of go quicker because it keeps everybody. That's the problem with Monopoly. It just it goes on, and then people don't follow rules. But that's why when you play the game. Rules are already there, so.
2: Um, but yeah, I mean, just,
3: uh, Monopoly.
2: And, uh, it's house house rules, buddy. You don't play with rules in Monopoly. Come on.
3: Not like rules, but like you have to like keep tab. Where the game keeps all the tabs on everybody, so it's not like, oh wait, did you know? Did something miss here? Or did you not pay the right price of like buying back your house? You know, and no one has to be banker and all that nonsense. Because we just bought a board game on Monopoly. And one of the chance cards now is you make it rain on the floor, and everybody races to pick up the hundreds. I'm like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> <laughs> like, what nice. kind of a game in the new Monopoly in 2020, where it's like, I'm going to, like, destroy my, you know, destroy the pieces of the game by, it says, literally, throw the money on the floor, and everybody runs and tries to get them like... They got to
2: make, a, you know, Monopoly now with like the COVID edition or something with, you know, you have to wear like a plastic bubble. And you can't be near somebody and it's digital. No, I'm just kidding.
1: No.
3: <laughs> doing some of that and uh, got, uh, got a new computer desk. The wife got me and, uh, oh, I got a EverDrive for my Super Nintendo. So I'm excited to get started on that. So no longer... Having to get out of my you know ass and put the uh, cartridges in. So. <laughs> so that's kinda cool. Especially those rare ones, so that I don't own. But yep, yeah, hope everybody else had an awesome holiday. But that's what I've been up to.
0: Alright, very nice, buddy. Uh, yeah, it's always nice to kick back with uh, some of that uh monopoly action. All right. And rounding this out. Centurion pal. Uh How have you been the past uh, week?
4: I've been doing pretty good, just kind of relaxing a little bit, playing some games, avoiding my phone. That constantly goes off if you didn't hear it. Um, Definitely just trying to relax and soak in the holidays. I found myself playing a lot of Forza for some reason. Um, Finally also got past a certain individual in Code Vein. I don't know why. I kept going back for more punishment until I finally was able to get past it. So, um, that's pretty much all I've been doing when it comes to gaming. A lot other than that, just kind of hanging out with the family and. Now what, um, what kind of soaking,
2: holidays. what kind of soaking are we talking about here? Are we talking like bottle soaking or are we talking about? No, actually
4: like... I did not drink at all for the holidays.
2: <laughs> nope. Um, just kind of soaking in
4: the uh, extra time off and, uh, Spending a little bit of time with the wife. Um, yeah, this is the first time Christmas in a long time we didn't really have any family down. Uh, my dad's got COPD, so he can't really travel as a result of his uh, lungs. Um, and uh, so we just kind of did our own thing this year for Christmas, and uh, it's kind of relaxing.
0: All right, all right. Yeah, a lot of people yeah, have been... Uh... Like fun from all the excitement, Well, no, it's just, yeah, a lot of people have been spending it kind of uh, solitary, uh, unfortunately. I know,
4: it's kind of funny, though. It's weird, you know, how other people are, like, saying solitary, but because of, like, us here and podcasting and because we hang out online and we party chat, um, no matter what console you game on, PlayStation, Xbox, PC, wherever you're at, it's kind of like, if you have that community base there already that you game with, it it doesn't feel as solitary. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that too because uh, you, me, and Jeremy we were playing uh, Deep Rock Galactic uh, what it, a few nights ago. What was it, Christmas Eve? So that was yes. fun. We got in a yeah. couple of games. Actually, I got some footage up from that too, so uh, <laughs> you'll see some of that, uh, some of that crazy deep rock action going on. Uh, you know,
4: and speaking of Deep Rock Galactic, that I'm gonna, I'm a sucker for games that really, um, you know, do it for the holidays. You know, where they go in, throw some stone around, add some decorations. Uh, when it came to Deep Rock Galactic, oh my gosh, they really, I feel like they pulled out all the stops. I feel like they really overdid it. Uh, in a good way, compared to a lot of other games, where, I mean, it was just everywhere.
0: Yeah, actually, it's pretty amazing, too, because it's all procedurally generated. And then you'll be walking into a cave, and all of a sudden, there's all these presents and and presents sitting everywhere.
4: And the enemies would pop with confetti and other stuff as you would hit them. I mean... It got really, really fun, and I, you know the—you really can't help but have a good time playing that game.
0: Yeah, no, it's a really, really fun game. I mean, again, Jeremy, Jeremy and me were having a blast playing it too, and yeah, I, I, I can't get enough of this game. I can always go back to it. I can't wait for them to add more content to it. Ugh. All right, guys. A friendly, a reminder that you got all of you listening in. You can find us on a wide variety of podcasting platforms. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and so many other services. Follow us on them for all of your TXR on the go. Believe me, it's well worth it. All right, fellas, let's start off things with some cyberpunk talk. I know jeremy really wants to get into this uh the past few weeks have seen well a bit of a rocky response to the game as we've touched on it however there's been a few hot fixes recently with more to be rolled out i believe within the next week or so addressing additional issues now jeremy i know you've been again putting in countless hours into it i think what was it 50 hours if i'm not mistaken if not more So far, so how has your experience been now with uh, the multitude multitude of patches? Have you been, um, like, noticing any improvements?
2: Well, one thing I have noticed is the talk, you know, all the noise, and it's kind of simmered down a little bit. So despite the noise, despite all the clutter, uh, you've seen, you know, what a great game uh, can really overcome in today's, you know, media. Hold on one second. Jeez sorry about that um so cyberpunk you know it had its back against the wall really but you know it to me it prevailed you know 13 million copies across uh platforms is just totally insane all platforms mm-hmm. um you know it's definitely a game i can't stop playing we're talking um, i told you before we even started the podcast i'm 50 hours in so you see it across social media uh, people are absolutely in love with this game. They're dumping, again, countless hours into it um, because there's just so much to see, do, and, uh, and explore. You know, I don't know how far you guys are into it. I know you just started uh, Invader, mm-hmm. but uh, even the base console, which I've tried the 1.06 patch on the original Xbox, and it runs a lot better now um you know cd project red is already making more improvements on the game the base xbox invader was running literally at 10 frames per second in like the heavy gameplay situations but now (laughs) i know it's not saying much but now it's at a stable 20 frames per second with a higher resolution and much much less bugs so again, I've played it on all three on on three platforms, which is in high-end PC, uh, the Series X, and the original Xbox. Which again, when I first started, when there was no updates, it played by, like it played like mud. I mean, it was um, it which was pretty much of unplayable. The
1: Xbox, if I can
4: ask, what's up? Which version of the original Xbox?
2: The base Xbox, the big, you know, the, the big, big VCR. So you use the, the big BC- VCR, okay. yeah.
4: Okay, I didn't know you still had one of those. Fly I around. still
2: have one. The the kids still use it, and I have you know just other ones in in, in the house. But, um, you know, for a mature, a super mature, t- a game title like c- Cyberpunk to sell thirteen million in just weeks is unheard of in this industry. So I just think the game still has a lot going for it. Again, all that noise is kind of cleared up uh, despite, I think, these people who are filing for a class action lawsuit. Uh, it seems to be moving forward with that. Um, who knows if, if it's going to see the light of day. But um, I just think they're in a good spot. CD Projekt Red's in a good spot right now. Uh, again, they, they're they still making these improvements to the game, even the base consoles. Um so you know I don't know how your experience was has been I don't know if tim's played the game uh, I don't know if Centurion started to play you know a few hours into uh, it I'm,
1: I'm waiting I'm waiting for the uh the the next generation upgrade so okay uh, i i i i' I, honestly, I was gonna play it and then I saw the issues and then I saw the um, PC version with the ray tracing, Uh, you've tried that right? Yeah, so Um, my
2: my computer can do uh, ray tracing uh, at 4k. It it could basically max out everything however My GPU crashes if because my system gets too hot if I start playing it for like a good two hours so I have to stop, you know, I have to... It looks amazing though, right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's just out of... It's the best looking game on console by far with all the bells and whistles tied to it for sure. Yeah. So I've played it with, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the, just the full ray tracing on, and just, again, for it to have that with all the, uh, you know, the crowd movement and that and just everything that's going on in the world, just it's... It's something that's never been done I'm gonna reiterate that it's never been done before on a scale like this uh, so you're gonna get those bugs I know it's not that's not a good excuse for people but um, you know for those who have played it who understand the game's architecture and and just everything that's that's been put into this game it really is a technical marvel if if you really look at it which it's even surprising that these older systems can even play the goddamn game. So
0: mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. I'm
4: planning to play it more than I already have been. Um I guess I would say I was waiting for a few patches, but um how can I say it? I've been wanting to kind of clear up a few games in my backlog that kinda that I've been already in the middle of because I know as soon as I really kind of get into uh just how extensive cyberpunk 2077 can be i know it's going to consume a lot of gaming for me and that's where i guess i'm just trying to wrap up a few extra games before
2: i kind of take that plunge so i'm about i'm 50 hours in like i said and i really feel like i haven't even scratched the surface on this on this game i'm almost done with the campaign but i feel like there's a lot more out there uh, with my my level building and my character and you can only there's a level cap at like level 50 uh, wow. So you can't max out everything but you can strategically You know do a few things for your your guy to be like super overpowered. I mean you can put in your upgrades and you and your um, You know you can make your character uh, with some of the upgrades that you get whether it's legendary or, or um, iconic or rare there are certain things that you can have in the game to just make your character insane like i have i have these mods on my clothing right now which i have almost all legendary clothing that i could attach like four or five six mods to it on for each piece of clothing and i'm going out and i'm buying these legendary mods that i could attach to my legendary clothing And my critical stats are just insane. So when I'm headshotting a, you know, I'm using a tech weapon on my sniper rifle, which I, you know, kind of finagled my RPG elements um, and stats to make my tech weapons better. Um, When I'm doing a headshot on some of these guys, I'm talking, I'm taking like 50 K uh, off you know bosses so i'm i'm headshotting like one boss uh, and you know some of the bosses in the game i'm headshotting them in one hit and they're just going down wow
4: it sounds like my fallout character after i got done that's where i get kind of like really into games like this and my fallout 4 character before i finish was like at over 120 like a level 120 um pretty much, I was just walking around the game just drop shotting everything just because uh as certain stats were completely maxed out,
2: yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, you can still get wrecked and you can get wrecked oh, yeah, you could get time. wrecked
4: if they could get to you,
2: <laughs> yeah, but i'm 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 at a good place right now where you know I can do some damage, but at the same time receive some in the process,
1: well, you are pretty much one of the biggest uh cd project red fans i know um so i'm I'm happy to hear that that you're happy with the game would you say that you're having more fun with this game versus witcher 3 or do you feel like witcher 3 overall was uh the better experience
2: they are two i would say they're two different experiences but I, i like i said last podcast I really do believe that this is one of the best games ever made um, when all is said and done, even with the clutter and the noise that you hear. Uh, And I think when you scroll down and look at people's Twitter feed talking about cyberpunk, they would say the same thing. You know, there's a lot of people playing this game right now, Tim. Uh, And there's a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot of people enjoying this game. I mean, big time.
1: I couldn't so. believe when I heard the thirteen million now mm-hmm. you know That's like I, I saw everything, and like i said i I have the game because I bought the console, yeah. and i I'm holding off like I said for the for the next generation patches I want to play, in it's full glory and and obviously uh less buggy state. So um I I'm, I'm on the way but when I heard 13 million, I, I mean I was like oh my god 13 like,
2: 13 million tim for a crazy. mature game like this is insane That's yeah. insane
0: Keep in mind guys that this is despite it being pulled from the PlayStation digital store Right Yeah
1: I know I mean I think the lifetime sales that you know you're Looking at uh, probably 30 million or something like that, cause it's going to sell over time, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, uh, it's just unfortunate that uh, the company took a big hit. Obviously, stock took a hit, the reputation took a hit. Well, they're getting uh, that back,
2: you know, stocks coming yeah. back faster than their reputation, but yeah, I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was just it's just a crazy situation, but good to hear that they're kind of like you know, weathering the storm. and, and uh, getting back uh, on its feet because I, I was kind of worried there for a little bit. You know, it could get real bad.
0: Now, so the,
2: the th- to answer, you know, part partly answer what Tim was talking about with The Witcher. Um, you know, you go on the same stories, not directly the same stories, but it's it, the same setup. Very uh, in depth story lines, story character arcs. Um, You know, just the conversations that you have, some of the simple things that you do with a lot of characters inside the cyberpunk world, it it maps the exact same thing or the exact same things you did with The Witcher characters. Meaning, you know, you spend a lot of time um, caring about these characters, spending time with them, just certain things that you do, and and so in that sense, yeah, it's very much like The Witcher Three. Uh, and enjoyable, like The Witcher Three, which, you know, it did it, it did that well, you know. And I think that's one of the um, cyberpunk strong suits is their story uh, and their character arcs in inside the world. It just it's it's amazing. And some of the quests you go on, Tim, are absolutely insane. Like, think of like the craziest shit you can think of in a game of you actually doing, and then you actually playing, and then you go doing it. Like I, there was this one quest not to ruin it for everybody, but you've seen it in the feed um, that, you know, we, we're talking about. So you you follow this news article about a serial killer that, you know, went out to kill a bunch of boys and he was, you know, whatever, sexually molesting him or whatnot. And the cops end up, you know, putting this guy in a coma, the serial killer in a coma However, it doesn't. uh, You know, you can't explain away all the kids that were taken from this guy, that were killed by this guy, and then some that were currently being held by this guy. So, with him being in a coma, you had to go in into his actual dream and find out where he's keeping these kids, so you could save the kids. And it's just—it was just crazy. It was crazy. Like pretty sick. And the only way that you can reach somebody inside the coma in the world of cyberpunk was to latch on to something that the serial killer liked, which at the time was a cartoon that he watched when his father uh, was abusing him as a kid. Holy Um, shit. (laughs) Yeah. He liked this cartoon. So you had to find the cartoon that he liked uh, in detective mode, a la Witcher style. And go into his head, into into the serial killer's head and find out where he was keeping all the rest of the kids that um, you know that he took. So I'm not, I'm just gonna leave it there, but it's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's and there's countless there's countless that sounds um, sick. Yeah, there's countless stories like that in, in,
0: in the game. That is <laughs> yeah. crazy. I'm pretty sure some people in the chat are just uh, kind of speechless at the moment. Well, he just
4: ruined <laughs> he just ruined Cyberpunk for me. I'm uninstalling it. <laughs> nah. Uh,
0: actually, speaking of the chat, Jeremy Six Slayer has a question. I think I'll direct you at, directed at you, um, Judy or Pan Am? Oh my goodness, that's a tough one. <laughs> I would
2: have to. I would give the nod to Pan Am because. She's a little bit, I don't know, she's like the tough chick in the game. Um yeah, and she's a tiny bit better looking than than Judy, but Judy Judy is is fine in her own right. But yeah, you get it's something like that where you start caring about these goddamn characters in the game um that you have no reason to care about. And you're you're debating whether or not, you know, you go at Team Judy or Team Pan Am, which you can, when you guys get to that point you'll see what i'm talking about
0: hmm interesting now there was a lawsuit filed uh, a few days ago against cd project red for apparently misleading investors on the state of the game uh most notably the ps4 and xbox one versions uh do you think that'll go through maybe uh
2: it depends uh a lot, a lot of stuff with class, uh, class action lawsuits is mm. depending whether or not how many people they get on board. Mm-hmm. So they get a lot of people on board and they present the case uh, to them just depending on what. I I, I don't know what what they have.
4: There's already going to be losses uh, occurred because the game was delisted off PlayStation, which was the biggest install base on the console network. And they're going to sit there and be like, oh, well, yeah, you sold $13 but if you guys didn't F this up, we would have sold X million, and we want to be compensated for that.
2: See, but at the same time, you got to throw in the fact that they came to a mutual decision over CD Projekt Red and Sony... Uh, so you have to factor in that. You just can't, you know.
4: Well, that's why uh, we don't we'll really see. know what's said behind closed doors. You don't really know yeah. exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. But when you read the actual class action lawsuit, they did mention that it was basically, you know, for the first time ever, a game that was delisted during launch. Um, and that you know they were wanting to explore uh, the implications of losses because of the fact that the game was not able to be sold during a holiday weekend during its launch, uh, which definitely some people uh, you know left them feeling like that there there was some money kind of left on the table by doing it that way.
2: Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I wonder how it's gonna, I wonder how many signatures or how many people that they really get, and how far they'll go with it. It's just, uh, yeah, I mean, aside from everything, it's the Jeremy way Jeremy explained it's a very interesting game, but um, it's just kind of sad that it also has this over its head. It's kind of, you know, uh, I, I kind of think that they maybe should have maybe delayed it a little bit more, but, mm. um, you know, th- there is blame to go around, but uh, uh, I, I, I'm one that doesn't want them to suffer to yeah. the point where you know well, see, they're debilitated yeah. i'm now that's where i'm not definitely please people i'm
4: not handing out sheets of tin foil and putting them on my head as hats but yeah. if this lawsuit thing does become something that is going to affect cd project red um honestly at least in the back of my mind i really honestly seen probably microsoft at that point probably Picking them up and basically helping make sure that CD project red doesn't get swallowed up by something like that
2: Yeah, no, they won't they won't get swallowed up by they have insurance, you know
4: It's just like like they were saying the the damage to the reputation and all this other stuff Yeah, you know, there's definitely you don't
1: want to You you don't want (laughs) to miss You don't want to miss exodus Mm -hmm. and you know stuff like that really can hurt a company I don't think that no. we're there,
2: or no, and it's
1: no, going I don't there. there. I just, there's no telling you, with how far this. Uh,
4: this I mean, you know, Tim,
2: going. Tim, I was again. I was talking about this last podcast. What's the difference between this and say, let's say, you know, Rocksteady's Batman Arkham game, where the yeah. PC version,
1: wow.
2: yeah, the the PC version, you know, they had to wait four months and re-release it. You know, what's the yeah, difference no, between yeah. that and, you I know, what's the sure. difference between Battlefield 4 and them patching the game a year later or, mm-hmm. you know, I uh, just, to me. No, I hear your, I hear your art.
4: There's no difference, honestly. Yeah. But for some reason uh, it, I hate, I, I guess the whole idea of like, I really hope uh, I hate using this term, the cancel culture, I guess it's called mm-hmm. uh, doesn't really kind of run rampant here just because, you know a game that everybody for some reason was like hanging their absolute emotions on it came out the way it came out the way a cd project red game comes out it comes out with with bugs and some issues that need to be patched um yeah. that was definitely relevant when the witcher 3 came out it's the yeah. same story now which is definitely where it can be argued that technically the game came out in the same state as games yeah. past. Which is where you could technically say the game was playable if it, you hold those games on the same level. I just don't know now with everybody making these demands, wanting finished games, this, that, and the other. Is this going to be the the one time we see a studio made an example of?
2: Well, there, there's that. And I think you're right about the council culture because they they wanted cyberpunk's head from the beginning because oh, dude, there was people out there that wanted
4: mm-hmm. to still well, own the game after they got the refund.
2: Well, there was that because there are some heavy themes. And like I said, with the whole, you know, when I spoke about the serial killer thing, you know, again, I didn't go in great detail about that, but th- there was a situation even before that, when you started investigating into the serial killer where mm-hmm. it, you find out that the kid was swept up due to uh you know cyber you know uh, what do you call it that web um you know just he was mm-hmm. he was uh- pr- uh you know he was a predator on on the dark, web
1: yeah okay yeah yeah,
2: so he's a predator. You find out when you hack into the boy's computer that he was swooped up and he went to the secret dark website. And this guy was talking to him on there. It's just heavy themes in this game or right. it's never been done before. It is, you know, people are going crazy over it. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, you know, I, like I said, uh, this, this isn't the first time you remember No Man's Sky. You yeah. remember uh, a lot of these games. Um,
4: well, you it, remember just, the
2: Master Chief Collection. You couldn't play it for six Masters,
1: months. Yeah, yeah. You have those games and
2: the um, big, uh, biggest
4: biggest you know. one that comes to mind right now, honestly, is Anthem. Uh, yeah, got, that game, like that game, was totally misrepresented at its reveal at E three. Uh, like, it, if you watch the trailer from the reveal yeah. at E three to what we got, it was totally misrepresented. I, I it's pretty much right there. But, anyways, uh, Anthem is a good example of a game, I guess, that also should have been treated on the same level. But here we are, all you know, talking about you know how great Anthem 2.0 is going to be. But uh make sure CD Projekt Red learns their lesson.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: he agreed. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I think that, that you know a lot. Some of the silly stuff too. Uh I, I mean, I wouldn't say that. I do believe that they deserve criticism, and you know that they, yeah, they they've done wrong. They've done wrong here. But again, I think that you know, you've also seen a side of, uh, of stupidity. Like, I mean, I remember the one, one guy on the internet, he's like, well, they refunded me, but now I have no access to the game. (laughs) What the hell? I mean, some of the stupidity that I've seen over this game. And, uh, I, I don't think it helps too, that we are in now, uh, I think gaming, um, through, uh, you know, like through through COVID, in the way it's kind of propped up to to a, a point where, um, you know, I think we're going to talk about it next, where it's just on a different level now, mm-hmm. um, and the scrutiny is much higher. And uh, you know, I, I think that, that it was just a perfect storm too for for CD Projekt Red to get smashed.
2: Yeah, and, it was uh, a perfect you know, storm.
1: You know, I mean, so other times it's like it's it's funny, Uh, you know. You get times where people go crazy over you know frame rate drops, and then for other games it's like okay, it's like gamers are very, uh, it's the time and place, the politics, and everything that goes along with it. You know, I, I know that that also that they they had uh you know they they had some enemies too before this they had you know some suggestive themes and yeah. some you know po- po- politics and all that bullshit well, uh you they know wanted, if
2: there was people right wanted around. cd project red to fail you know yeah of yeah. course
1: yeah they, they definitely there was a contingent but um let's be honest let's hope that they learn from the, the best and let's hope that they can recover because if they if we lost a developer like this because of uh per se cancel culture that that seems to be running rampant uh that's that would really suck because uh just some of the stuff that jeremy's explaining um and some of the stuff that you probably will see from this developer in the future is going to blow us away so uh, hopefully they learn their lesson and um, hopefully the class action suit gets settled in a way where it doesn't debilitate them and they, and they can recover and, uh, you know, they can move on. Because uh, I think overall they have a successful game, even with all this uh, stuff that we've discussed and mm-hmm. went over. Yeah. Um,
2: and a lot of games can overcome what this has overcome tim i mean just it's crazy to think that
4: okay so um two things one games that can overcome i hate to bring it up but elder scrolls online go check out the pc launch of that that dumpster fire of a game um i wouldn't even touch elder scrolls online when it was on pc uh people that played it completely hated it they tried to actually charge people to play it. it it was it was bad And that's why they launched. uh, They did a relaunch on console, and that's where they total did a total redesign of the game. They called it One Tamriel. Uh, They got rid of a lot of the level caps. They made it a much more open game. They got rid of the paywall to play it, um, other than Xbox Live on console and PSN. Um, But definitely changed the game night and day by completely overhauling it. Um, so, and now that game, I mean, now you go, the, they hold an event once a year. They got one coming up now with Gates of Oblivion, where Zeni Max comes out and the guy running the show over there at ESO tells all the fans out there what's coming out. I know he's not going to be doing it in front of a crowd this year, but generally they have that guy sitting down in front of a crowd of cheering fans that are pretty excited for ESO. Um, yeah, and then sure. on, onto the bug side of things, this is one thing I got to remember So I had a Series X completely brick itself five hours out of the box. Piece of new technology. We have games right now that are being made on newer consoles. And I know like a lot of the other problems were with uh, Cyberpunk were on the older generation. But we're also going to see some pretty good bugs and glitches on the newer stuff um, because we're going to be dealing with ray tracing and things that these developers have never really put on console. And we're going to see some probably really fun and funny stuff. Um, But that's where we should allow these developers to have a chance to fix it um, because of something they completely couldn't plan for until the game was put out in the wild. You know, there's just so many things you can do in those development studios, playing it with the other people that work around there in a controlled environment. There is times you want to release this thing in the wild and see what happens. And so I definitely want to give developers a chance to uh, to do that um, and kind of have fun with these new games and and push the boundaries, because if a developer becomes scared to push the boundaries at that point, we're just going to get the same games over and over again.
1: Yeah, Yeah. agreed. Uh, Good point, very good
0: point. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, again, some devs get a little more slack than others. I know Bethesda, for example, I hear a lot of people thinking that, you know, say that there's always a certain charm to their bugs, (laughs) but then you look at a game like um, Fallout 76, right? That was probably, uh, well, one of the most... uh... Oh, that
1: that game got smashed,
4: (laughs) yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't think that game would ever... Another
4: game, honestly, that, like, That game right there, honestly, I feel had uh, almost as big as problems than Anthem and Cyberpunk combined, because not only was the game lacking a ton of content, had bugs and glitches everywhere, it was a shell of a game, but the Collector's Edition also had its own lawsuit around it because of a, a misrepresented bag in the Collector's Edition.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't think it was a shell of a game. I played that game countless hours at launch. No, no, I don't no when it
4: first came out, people really could not accept the idea... Uh, well, not a, everybody could not accept the idea of a game where there really wasn't any NPCs. Oh, yeah. Especially with that. Fallout, where a lot of the charm of the game came from the NPCs in the game. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But, you know, then that game... That's a good example, because that game's going strong still.
4: Oh, still strong. Oh, dude, and we got to yeah. think about some of the money grab uh, techniques that have been used in that game that have totally made people angry, uh, but it still has not been delisted or, um, you know, call to call to action on Fallout 76.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. For sure. Yeah, we... Uh... Uh,
1: I, you know, they definitely have to re re uh, bethesda and that 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 was a, a big miss on bethesda and um you know i spoke to some people and they said that uh you know um being that bethesda had some of those you know fall you know falling outs with certain things that that made it all the more purchable purchable purchasable because uh, you know, um, dealing with things like that uh, brought the price down a little. I mean, still $7.5 but, you know, things like that uh, definitely uh, made it where, uh, you know, Xbox could could, could could negotiate and get in and fall out. The Fallout 76 was, uh, was a big uh, hit to the com- Well, it wasn't a big hit to the company overall, I would say, but it hurt. It, it hit home.
0: Yeah, because it was still in the back of uh, purchasers' minds, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it just it doesn't sit well, right? When you're thinking of uh, buying a few studios, or again, like an entire publishing line, and uh, yeah, right. So it's yeah, it's something I, you have to think about.
2: I would say that Fallout 76 is uh, Bethesda's least popular game out of the you know just out of the sheer amount of great games that come out of the studio um it is it is frowned upon yeah I mean <clears throat> but at the same time I look at it like this have for those who have played Fallout 76 I, st- I still think it's better even in, in its beginning in the early stages it was better than 85% of the games out <laughs> on, on any system uh I mean it's just an opinion but
1: but right. you know no, it's I still mean, a good game i've 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 heard that and i've heard right now it's in a very workable state so you know, it, it, you, know you look at halo uh master chief collection you know they stuck with that game and uh you know it, it, when it launched it was launched horribly you couldn't find a game online it was the matchmaking was broken and they they you know they stuck with it and they they fixed it and now uh, you know it's it's a big pc title uh it went to pc obviously and uh you know you can recover and and i and i overall for the topic i think that uh cd project red definitely uh got knocked on its ass and um they definitely learned a lesson and um it just goes to show you you could be one of the biggest uh and most respected developers um with goodwill and uh you know you look back and see project red was like they were the exception and just for them to have this happen to them uh goes to show you that you know uh you're only as good as your last game made um and <laughs> nice <it's>, uh, <laughs> you know it really is true you you come yeah. out with something and it's not in the best shape and uh you know but uh, like i said uh the 13 million really did surprise me and it just goes to show you the game's very popular um yeah. and they are a very popular developer and uh yeah. you know they, they yeah, they'll recover i'm thinking and uh you know we'll be talking about uh a, a lot mm-hmm. differently i'm hoping that they really nail down these uh next gen patches i know that uh ATG uh, the advanced technical group for Xbox has been dispatched out, uh, and uh, that's why it ran better on Xbox than any other console. Is uh, you know, I mean, we had these early uh face offs, and everyone's going, Why is Xbox uh, losing? and you know, is it it's more powerful but it's losing, and uh, one of the reasons is, is that you know, the the, the GDK. Uh, is is in its infancy and is the you know the drivers aren't aren't there yet and they're, they're maturing and uh you know uh, and there's a little bit of a learning curve and uh, the people at uh, ATG they're they're the people that uh you know uh, can help out and and uh, they're they're I believe working on this next gen patch so uh, I'm really looking forward to the next gen. Uh, patch. I'm hoping it has ray tracing and um, has all the bells and whistles that uh, uh, you know the PC version has. Because I saw Alex uh, from Digital Foundries uh, comparison with the ray tracing on and ray tracing off.
2: Like and night and day. Was,
1: uh... Yeah, that was the first time I really understood ray tracing. I mean, you could always you know what ray tracing is with the reflection um but that was you know of making sense of it or for me understanding it and grasping it for my own self uh awareness or uh, of understanding that was such a great video cuz you really saw what he was talking about you also saw what when he was talking about halo infinite and how the the lighting if the lighting was off and it was soft yeah. that how it was like a game with ray tracing uh, in mind how oh. it could affect it and well, I can see what he was talking about.
2: Well Tim it really does change the game. Uh you look at a title like Minecraft, which you know you yeah. which I'm currently in the beta for. It's out now on PC, but um it's you know you put on RTX and it's a different game. It's like you're playing Minecraft too.
0: Yeah. I've, you know,
2: it really is like it's a different
0: game. I've seen and now that. imagine amazing. that
2: you're playing Cyberpunk uh right. i i just you know maybe you waiting for the upgrades for the x is a wise move because again you're you're only going to be waiting a few months you know so yeah. I think um, in
1: february or, or march they'll, they'll have this yeah maybe
2: know? hopefully but i mean it's a totally different game i'm playing on pc um i'm playing on my x i'm going to finish out my x and i'm going to start another uh profile on PC, mm-hmm. um, you know, with everything.
1: You, you play it you play mostly, though, on your X now? I
2: play mostly on my X, but then I'm going to play my second character on PC with, you know, just the ray tracing right. on. I
1: remember when it first came out, you were playing it on your PC.
2: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: So yep. you, you've been jumping back and forth.
2: I've been jumping back and forth, but um, now it's the majority on, on Series X. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Shock. I'm not sure if there's anything you want to comment on before we move on.
3: Uh, not much. I just haven't gotten back into it after those uh, first couple weeks, um, so I'm not too far in it. But so. Unfortunately, holidays hit and then I kind of put a pause on it. So. Yeah,
1: we're 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 all there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll don't worry about that, Chuck. You're probably uh, further ahead than what I am. I'm only like ten fifteen minutes in. So, uh...
3: yeah, are you past the the title card or like the cyberpunk logo?
2: Mm, no. Oh, okay. no, that takes at least a cup couple, couple hours.
3: Yeah, d- yeah, depending on yep.
0: Yeah, but yeah, you, I can. you didn't have any big issues when you were playing, though, right? No, I haven't seen really... I haven't had any
3: crashes. Yeah, pretty much no issue other than, you know, comparing it to, like, some of the PC screenshots I see. It's way better lighting. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. mine, because I had that picture that was going, like, kind of somewhat viral in our community that Arsenal uh, posted. Um, but because the cab scene with that... uh t-pain t-pain looking like guy <laughs> i can't forget his oh, name yeah. um with the glasses and the shades or stevie Wonder's a better comparison <laughs> never mind uh, <laughs> um but there's that scene but i think when i got into the cab it was like daylight so it was like really bright and then when like arsenal was posting his like you know ultra whatever 4k you know ray tracing pick. It was like at night, so it was even amplified more. That, oh, okay, yeah. there is no, hey, why is this so bright? There's no, you know, darkening where, you know, everything's just well lit. But I saw other people's posts um, on the Series X that were just more at night when they went in there, and it was a little bit closer. So it was right. so. That's why I bought the PC version, which I regret now, because GOG is going to take forever to send out refunds. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, Microsoft's got a good system there. You get it back within like two to three days usually. So if you need a refund, but I'd say give it a try if it's on a uh, Series X, maybe not the old gen consoles, but at least with Microsoft you usually get good turnaround time if you do want your money back. So
1: yeah, that's why it's probably off of uh, the, the PlayStation uh, store front. It's because their their return policy is very strict.
3: Well, they had to make and, a sp-
1: special case for it because they, yeah. they
3: don't offer refunds, period, unless it's like a oh, faulty right. thing. So it's like, hey, if we're everybody's refunding this, just take it off because we're not going to make this a normal thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're not going to set a precedent with it. Yeah. Whereas with Xbox, uh, uh, you know, let's be honest, uh, I think anybody that's requested a refund has gotten it.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, the only time I've heard people complain is, you know, they, they abuse it, and then they, uh, you know, I've seen this a lot. Uh, you get a hit up, and they're like, Tim, you know, I'm suspended. Uh, and I'm like, why? And they're like, uh, well, I refunded games. And when people, like, always have done this to me, and they're like, well, can you talk to Aaron, and can you talk to this guy? Uh, every time I've tried it, and now I, now I do it, they look into it, and then, like, they come back to me, and they're like, Tim, he had 15 refunds uh, and like he t- he like did all this shit and uh, you know it, you know th- they'll enforce yeah. something you probably have to really
3: abuse it like
1: yeah for exactly real. like that's not why, even
3: I've done like 5 refunds in a month and no
1: problem right right uh, they they will if you do uh, exactly but like if you do really abuse the system they they will enforce it and they will either suspend your account or uh, or they'll lock you out. And I've had that happen and I've also had, you know, people come to me and they, they, they don't tell you the full story. And then I embarrassingly went to somebody at Xbox and then they yeah. did some, something and they're like, well, uh, I hate to tell you that this guy is completely full of shit. And then you're like, oh my yeah. god! You got to, so... you know,
3: make it kind of somewhat casual, like at least through your year, <laughs> you know, because mm. even physical media, people buying physical media don't, they can't just, hey, I opened this. Oh, well, too bad. Well, <laughs> we're not going to take it back. You yeah. already opened
0: it. We can exchange it exactly. for the same
3: game. But that's about yeah. it.
0: Right. Well, it's nice to see that the bugs are getting squashed and fixed in Cyberpunk and. I admit I can't wait to dive into it. Uh, I'll probably be able to put in a few hours tomorrow after work. And yeah, I'm just, I'm glad to see, see it um, getting patched up. So uh, hopefully that improves all uh, the talk around it. Uh, on that note, guys, we will move on to some other news. And it looks like the game industry has done pretty well over the past year. Now, according to Market Intelligence, uh, intellig- to market intelligence firm IDC, it estimates the video game industry revenue has reached nearly $180 billion this year, <laughs> holy crap, so I mean that's pretty incredible considering the state of the, the world the past year, and certain games uh, became huge hits obviously because everybody was at home, and we saw certain various demographics engaging in games in record numbers. Now, I would definitely love to hear everyone's opinion on this matter, but Tim, I'll start off with you here. Do you think we'll continue to see this growth in in gaming considering the massive decline in other forms of entertainment like sports and film?
1: Right. Well, I think that you'll get a recovery in, in that, and you'll get a recovery in film and movies. But I definitely think with this, uh, we've entered uh, a, a new age uh, when you when you come to to when you come to thinking video games. Um, it's more accepted now. Um, I think more people this year tried gaming than ever before, uh, and uh, yeah, I think it's going to keep growing. I think um that this media medium uh or media is going to be the um top grossing uh you know uh, form of entertainment in the years to come. I think I just think that this sped it up. I think we were always on that trajectory. But COVID and the you know when when people were faced with that decision that you're sitting home and you, you don't have anything to do, what can you do? and obviously tiktok and certain things grew but one of the things that grew was video games and um gaming always seemed to have a stigma around it you know especially around older gamers um and just like you know uh some people would say you know uh you know you, you know uh you're a loser or you go out there and go socialize and You know, uh, there was just things that were thrown at at gamers that were unfair. Uh, You know, I'm a gamer all my life. I'm 44 years old. But I've had countless times where my peers uh, made fun of me. But it's funny because now these same peers that I work with were either gaming or they had questions for me about gaming and and systems.
4: Yeah. I want to tell you because you just when I was in the sixth grade, I got made fun of because I figured out how to hook my VCR up and record myself playing games, and basically, I was told nobody will ever want to watch anybody play games. Yeah, exactly. Now, so, now look at what the, now look at Twitch today. Going, damn, I missed that
1: train. Exactly, and and a lot of people like to, you know, um, make fun of things that they don't know about. But the great thing uh, this year—I mean, it was such a shitty year overall, but. The great thing about this year for for video games was, people gave it a chance, and now we're in a position where these consoles are sold out. These consoles are still sought after. We're talking April before you can readily get these these consoles. Uh, Nintendo's still selling out, out beating everyone, even even with this. That goes to show you that. Uh, you know, like I said, uh, it is going to be the top uh, form of entertainment, and um, and I think that the games will, you know, uh, get even bigger and better where they rival these. I mean, you know, games all games games have, are only going up. But you look at like me, you look at like Hollywood. Mm -hmm. and certain stuff like that the quality is just not there it seems like that's going down and the you know immersion and everything of video gaming uh and games are going up so uh yeah i don't see the stopping i see i just see that it just jump started and right now the uh the forecast or if you look forward i think that uh it's gonna be the top dog, and um, you know, I remember being a kid thinking that, you know, thinking to myself, when is it gonna be when gaming's bigger than Hollywood, and uh, we're getting pretty close, uh, and uh, we might even be there. But you know, I think that uh, definitely uh, in the future, it's going that way, and um, it's cool because yeah. video games are cool; they're they're, they're awesome and um uh it's it's uh it's i'm happy i'm happy that people uh, are actually now yeah. giving credit to where it's credits to so uh like i said just expected yeah. more and uh, a bigger year in 2021
2: you know not to get uh you know too political but you know there's a, half of the country is uh upset or whatnot what you call it with hollywood and you know the elite and sports but that's for a different reason but the average person who plays games now timmy I mean, you just got done telling how you, you know your friends uh, made fun or poked fun at you for playing games at such a uh, more mature age but you know the average gamer is like 31 years old You know, and there's I think there's more people who I think between the ages of well, the age of 36, then between the ages of 18 and 35 that actually play games. And there's more women now that make up that gaming, uh, you know, just the gaming culture in general more than ever now. And it's more accepted. Now, than it was back in the days, maybe when you know the 16 bit era or the 8 bit era. And I know you know gaming kind of took off um, towards the 16 bit and maybe even 32 bit era uh, when the PlayStation came out. But you know, that being said, Tim, gaming has indirectly saved countless lives this year, you know, whether it's someone dealing with depression. Uh, you know, maybe it was—it's a sure. physical disorder. Maybe it's someone staying at home because it's due to the virus. Mm-hmm. Gaming continues to bring people together, and you know, you hear Phil talk about this all the time. Gaming continues to bring people together, even now, more so than ever, and it's really helping people cope uh, through the crisis. You know, and you hear you—you hear people's stories. And we have the privilege to come on every Sunday night and talk about fucking video games. Something that we love to do. Um, And there's a culture and there's a community. And we have the Xbox community. And, and, you know, everybody kind of just gravitates towards uh, gaming. You know, and it, it just helps so many people throughout a very serious and just horrible time in our history. You know, as a nation as a world as a people. Um and you know you light this whole,
1: Yeah. This whole.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I think that's why people are gravitating towards it. Um and you know there's some that just you know the, they can't do anything so they just go play games. There's some that look at it like that, but again, yeah. it's indirectly helping somebody. It's indirectly uh Touching a life, whether it you know someone thinks so or not. Um,
1: no, I think mean, that's a great point that you brought up about the mental health and how it's help people get through yeah. uh, a tough time, or it's taking their minds off of uh, uh, <laughs> situations or situations that were very tough. And yeah, uh, and you um, see you it. Know, it's true, though. It's a hundred percent true. You make a great point.
2: Yeah, and you know, I would say Xbox was they're at the forefront of this when they come out with the adaptive controller and uh, you know, you see games uh, start taking um, forms, whether it's a, you know, you see games like um, grounded, which, you know, people mm-hmm. have a phobia of spiders or something. It's just something simple like that. You put in a game, maybe it's, you know, you have some of physical disability where, you know, you can play a certain game now because you're changing the options, and I think Xbox has done a good job, and the gaming industry in general has done a good job uh, to combat some of the, um, uh, how can you put it, Stigmas. some of the things that just, yeah, just some of the stigma and some of the things that held back uh, people from uh, approaching gaming in general. Yeah. Um, it's just a good thing, you know. Oh, I
4: still get those cross-eyed looks to this day i'm um there's only one other person at my job right now that will actually pick up a controller and play games and ironically it's one of the guys who own the place outside of that i mean when people walk hey what'd you do this weekend i had a podcast with some friends and uh uh, played some games and then you explain to them what a podcast is and what you (laughs) talked about i mean at this point you have pretty much just as they, they look at you like this is what you do with your time like do you have anything better to do yeah. with your time and it's just like but this is what interests me what like you know I'm this is what I do I enjoy talking about it and there's actually a very large industry here to talk about and there's actually a very large community that was I guess one of the reasons why I wanted to get into podcasting cuz I guess I got t- tired of being an outsider just listening to the shows and um lit, you know chatting with people in chats so i guess i just wanted to start kind of being part of the community
2: you know it's funny mm. is i i look at it the same like someone uh joining like a car club it's like the same concept or someone in a book club or or a board game club uh that goes out or they play magic the gathering or something they go to these they can't Dude. do it anymore but they go to these uh you know mom and pop locations and and then they spend time with each other playing Magic the Gathering or D and D or whatnot. Uh, I look I know at the people same who thing. think
4: it's a good time to go for a two three day jog through the woods, backpacking all your food and camping gear and all that yeah. stuff. And <laughs> I, I look at them and I'm like, yeah. man, um, let me know when you just want to kind of go for a run around the block a few times. <laughs>
1: Yeah. You know, no, you know, it's, it's, it's it's funny because you just we talk about all this stuff and, and there's a lot of judging and stuff like that but you know it's like the people that ask me uh, and they make comments like they're like blown away when I'm like well they're like what do you talk about and I'm like yeah well we talk about the industry and how it goes and like they're just like in awe of how in depth like we get and how how like uh, deep it is, but in reality, it's just like you said. It's just like everything else. Whether it's a car club or uh, chess or whatever, uh, you know, when you get into it, you do such you know you can get real deep. And uh, yeah. you know, the one thing that I think that what's great is that we have this podcast here, just here, and just how how passionate we are and. And, you know, how like, you know, it sucks because of COVID, but how we went to E3 and how we're hanging out with people like Phil Spencer or how we're going to dinner with uh, executives or just going to lunch with Gareth Coker and, you know, a brilliant mind and brilliant musician that probably in 10 years will be, uh, you know, widely you know known and stuff like that and he's just yeah. hanging out with us and you know it's just uh it, it's just great that that uh uh you know i just it's just just a great i mean just gaming in yeah. general and everything the way you know everyone here who's on the panel and uh you know people who've experienced like e3 and stuff like that in the industry yeah. uh it, it's awesome it's something that's fun and and I'm, you know, I'm glad that, that uh, you know, I'm in the thick of it, you know, and I'm right there. And, you know, when we can get back to, uh, you know, when we can have public gatherings and stuff. We'll be back there at it again and, uh, you know, doing events and stuff like that. But, you know, yeah, it, it, there's no judging anywhere, whether it's a chess club or whatever the hell you do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, people people really shouldn't do that. But I do think that there is there's been a little bit of normalization attached to gaming this year more than ever where uh you know like you said centurion and you have one guy that would pick up a controller maybe in two years who knows maybe you might have five there is definitely a major
4: stigma behind games now um
2: I think I don't the think average a stigma is
4: much No, as no, I no, I think the stigma for the average consumer that's never tried gaming really Um, They always associate actual true gaming with, I got to sit down for hours and play these games and get invested. They have no idea the diverse nature of gaming. If all you have is a few minutes to play, there's a game for you. If you want to get lost in a couple hours in another world, there's a game for you too. There's something there for you. Don't think that just because you have a controller in your hand, you don't have the time and you're going to lose hours of your life.
0: It's also a generational thing, too. I mean, obviously, our generation got uh, brought up with it. But the technology, in many ways, has also made it more available to even older people. Like, I see so many older people just playing simple games on their phones, on their iPads. It's actually amazing how many seniors have iPads nowadays.
4: and, and, And then they will completely deny the fact that they are doing that. And when you ask them, hey, you know, have you ever tried, you know, picking up a console game? Oh, I don't got time for that.
0: Yeah, but it's a, it's a subtle norm- normalization. They don't even realize what they're doing, yet they're playing a game. Do right? it. Well,
4: yeah. Um, but I will say that is the most yeah. number one reason I can find from people when I try to bring up the idea of like, hey, have you ever thought about getting an Xbox? Or um, there's been times I've, I've had extra consoles um, running around uh, to give to a friend, and it's like, hey, oh, I don't got time for that. Normally, that is the most number one answer, at least I run into in the crowd's i'm in is some for some reason people think uh gaming is just this this major of investment of time
1: yeah, uh, yeah no i i've seen that too as well and uh again it, it goes back to i remember uh my uh my, my I, I guess my wife's aunt um she was making fun of me because i was on the phone and I told her, this is going back like 10 years ago or whatever, it was on the cell phone or whatever it was. And I said to her, I said, I said, do you think it's funny? I said, I guarantee you, in the next three years you'll be on it. Sure enough, I always, make <laughs> I always say it. She's on her iPhone and she's doing everything that she was making fun of me, you know, or questioning. And I think it, it all goes back to that. People, when they don't know what something is, they tend to put it down or push it down. You know, it's like uh, another story is like, I was like the first guy on the internet. Like, people were like, What the hell do you do on the internet? Like, oh, I talk to people in chat rooms and this and that. They're like, Oh man, you might, you're a weirdo. Like, only weirdos going out on those things. And then five years later, that same person's meeting somebody on match.com or whatever or using the Internet to meet somebody uh, and uh, completely, you know, eating those words that, that, you know, they were saying just five years prior. Because, again, people, when they don't know what it is or they, they don't know how it is or they don't understand it, they'll tend to put it down to prop themselves up or whatever the reason is. And uh, that's uh, like I said, that part of gaming. Uh, I think that we had a little bit of a breakthrough this year, where people kind of were like a little more accepting of it. But you still have uh, so you know you still have it there, but it's just definitely less because uh, you know I think people like I said it was okay to game because now it's just a cer- certain thing to do, and people maybe understood it more. But uh, yeah, overall, you know, tying into this the subject that gaming and just video gaming and everything all is just it's it's such a high ceiling, and uh, we're jump we're jump started off to it right now. We're in the
0: middle of it. Well, even look at the way that the game industry has positioned itself, just with uh, the ease of entry. It's not just eighty, ninety dollar games buying outright anymore um you have services again like game pass uh and various other ways to interact i bought
4: an indie game the other night for a dollar on it on the xbox store right uh, that's what i was saying there's there's some there's some games out there that you can buy very cheaply outside of game pass
2: you know, Invader, we spoke about how VR was just behind the eight ball and just everything, and now you look at a platform like the Oculus 2 or, mm-hmm. the you know, the Oculus Quest, which it's sold out everywhere. You can't even get their hands on it because, you know, I think now it's just people are just gravitating towards gaming in a huge way, and look at what it's done for, you know, the Oculus. So, and someone like Facebook where... You know, it's a it, VR has gone mainstream now, you know, so it's like, it's bizarre. Yeah. So, um, I would
4: definitely like to say at least with my, um, at least the crowds around here in AZ, um, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of hard. We don't have that part of, uh, the year where the world just goes completely cold and you just want to hide indoors regretfully. And, Oh my gosh, they make shopping malls out here, outdoor experiences. Um, The idea of spending any real amount of time for a very long time indoors is completely alien to a lot of
0: people out here. Yeah, totally. Well, again, just just to say that, uh, to sum it all up, that, again, this year has been well a massive massive letdown to say the least (laughs) um and here's you know at least the game industry it seems to be coming on very strong right now there's a lot of interest in it and i really hope that carries on into 2021 and i'm just i'm very hopeful of the things to come i'm hopefully not a lot more things get delayed mind you but um again just i'm glad to see that the industry is doing very well and it's healthy Uh, Moving on, guys, and until January 3rd, I believe it is, we have the Xbox Countdown Sale. A sale on a whole bunch of games and more on the Xbox Digital Storefront. And there's all kinds of deals. Uh, There's some games that I'm really, really heavily considering picking up at the moment. But let's go through this and get a few recommendations from the panel just for everybody listening in. Centurion, buddy, what are some good deals uh, going on right now? Is there anything that really caught your eye? Well,
4: I did pick up um, Immortals Phoenix Rising uh, because uh, I wanted to get that game. I'm glad I held off, though. I wanted the $100 version, and I got that thing for $67. Haven't fired it up yet. Um, I mean, how how in the hell is that on sale right now? Just kidding. It's Ubisoft. I knew it. I knew it. They did it with uh Watch Dogs Legion, uh which came out at pretty much October by Black Friday. I was buying the ultimate edition of that game for way less than when it came when it first. I was excited. I mean, th- there has been a lot of good deals coming out of the Xbox Store and gaming in general. Um God, you don't even know where to start on this sale. Honestly, if you want to talk about at least for me, um I'm going to pick up uh, let me see, uh, Final Fantasy, Zodiac Age, I, that's one I've never played, uh, that one kind of caught my attention, um, and I'm also, <laughs> I'm dancing around this idea of actually picking up Call of Duty. I have not bought it yet, I have some friends that are wanting me to play it with them, Black Ops? But yeah, but here's the thing, um, I'll be truthful, um, I have never been a huge Call of Duty multiplayer fan. Um, I do play online multiplayer, but Call of Duty was definitely never my uh, go-to thing. Uh, I bought a Call of Duty one time the day it came out uh, with uh, the season pass and all that good jazz. Just to, uh, you know, not play that game as much as I should have. And it felt like it was kind of a waste, which is why I don't buy them when they first come out. So I'm definitely considering getting Call of Duty. Um, I haven't pulled the trigger on that one yet.
2: So, what do you guys think? So, not only on Xbox and Chiron, but on every store, whether it's Steam.
4: Oh, god, yeah, I've been all over, <clears throat> I've been on mm-hmm. PlayStation's uh sale as well. My wife went over there, bought some uh stuff from the for yeah. her Sims game, and I even picked up a, a game from Devolver
2: for five bucks. So, uh, you got to look at other places like the Epic, uh, Epic Game Store. On PC I picked up so first off they gave like they were giving away a free game or two free games um every single day 15 days of Christmas so in that I got tyranny gold edition for free um I got um odd world new and tasty for free I got alien isolation for free I got city skylines blah 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 but they had another deal where on top of their sales, you know their regular holiday sale, you got a ten dollar coupon for, um, you know, the Epic Game Store, and every time you purchased a, ga- a game, you would get another coupon. So I got the Path List for like twenty bucks. I got Godfall for like thirty dollars. I got Super Meat Boy Forever for ten bucks. You know, and it's just all these other games where it's just. I kept rolling over my $10, so I'd get a $10 off Super Meat Boy, uh, $10 off Oxygen Not Included, Godfall, The Pathless. And, you know, if if people wait for <laughs> the holiday, they can get some killer deals on this stuff, not just Xbox.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Just there's so many sales right now to go on, <laughs> even just focusing on the Xbox store deals alone would... Uh... Well, like if we were to go into sp- uh, specifics, oh man, it would cover uh, at least an entire show. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, there are a lot of good deals, whether it be on uh, the PlayStation Network and uh, yeah. Steam and whatnot. Oh yeah, definitely me- mention whatever you can uh, wholeheartedly. So I don't,
2: I don't think uh, the Pathless is currently on um, uh, the Steam, to my knowledge. Mm. But it's, I think it's a PlayStation and uh, epic game store exclusive so the pathless is really really good it's the same people that made um a um and i think there was a i forgot the other game but it's anyway it's an excellent game
0: i do suggest someone picking it up right yeah there's i mean just from uh the xbox sale alone there's a, a whole bunch of games that are uh like 75 percent off. Like for example, the Bioshock collection is eighty percent off. Like you're paying about twelve bucks. I mean, hey, I love Bioshock. Definitely pick it if pick it up if you haven't already. The first one alone is uh, just memorable. Um, I'm very tempted myself to pick up Crash Team Racing because hey, I'm all in. I really like my racers, my Mario Kart clones, and for sixty-five percent off. Uh, close to $18, I don't know, man, I'm very tempted to get that, um, Gears 5, 75% off, $10, I mean, oh, sorry, yeah, $13, pretty good, pretty good for that, um, there's, yeah, there's just all kinds, Doom, 2016's Doom, guys, 70% off at eight bucks, pretty much, like, Guys, if you haven't already done so, pick up Doom. It's a fantastic game. What am I like...
4: they got the Bioshock collection on there for ten dollars?
0: That's what I just said.
4: <laughs> oh, I didn't even hear it. I didn't even hear you say it. my I'm having audio issues. I'm sorry. I didn't even hear you say that.
0: <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah, well, like I was just saying, how can you not like the first game alone is a gem, right?
4: The first game alone is worth ten bucks. The the rest is all gonna be fun after that.
0: yeah no totally but doom guys 2016 is doom for like eight bucks oh you you definitely gotta get on that if you haven't already um
3: 64
0: dollar 50 great game yeah well i was just noticing
3: looks really nice on that one
0: yeah doom oh sorry yeah not Doom. my duke nukem 3d is uh three bucks i'm definitely gonna pick that one up
3: yeah the six doom 64 is at license it's not too far back to where it, I think it will alienate people just from the visuals. It actually looks like visual, like a village, visually uh, nice-looking game. So definitely try that one out for a dollar or a dollar fifty. Yeah,
1: I think when you know, I mean, I, I collect games, digital games. I have um, with my spit past subscriptions over a thousand games. I probably own over seven hundred. Um, I haven't played all of them, obviously, but it's still, uh, for me, I love to just, you know, to get a game just knowing that I have it and that I could always turn it on. And when you have these games like Doom or even Duke Nukem or if you could find like Little Nightmares, which is a great game that I finished, uh, and they're like five bucks or they're like three bucks, uh, you got to pick them up. So these deals... Those are the ones that I uh, I would suggest you look at. Uh, you know, a lot of the games, the big games you probably have played, but you know, certain games like Wolf Among Us. If you've never played that game, um, you know, if you could see that game for three dollars or five dollars, no brainers. I mean, uh, for me, I always look at these 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 uh, these holiday deals, and uh, I usually just pick up two or three games and spend $15, you know what I mean? And you can't
2: go wrong, you know? Invader, see if I could share this with you real quick. Can you pull up my screen real quick?
0: Yeah, I see it. Let's see, I want to show you this game real quick. Oh yeah, this is the Pathless.
2: Can you see it on your end?
0: Yeah, I can see it.
2: Oh, OK, can everybody else see it?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, I can see it. I think it's pretty damn cool. So this is running on PC, and yeah, two frames a second. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. No, it's actually. Uh, oh, at least on our end. It's a little choppy. Just, uh, it it's probably made. in your end. It's running like frames on mine. I think it's actually 100 uh, hundred. I think it's a fast game. It's a pretty cool damn game, but yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to share with you guys. Anybody
3: play a uh, Ghost Runner? I played Ghost Runner. It's pretty oh, good. Okay. I saw that one it was on
1: sale. Yeah. Is Genshin Impact, uh, is that on Xbox? Mm, I don't think so. I heard that game's excellent, and it's, but I, I, I don't think it's on Xbox. I was looking to buy that. I had I had just uh, purchased um, uh, the game that Centaurian wasn't talking about, Immortals. But I got the thirty nine dollar one. What was it that you wanted for the hundred dollar version? What did it have?
4: The season pass had a couple expansions with it.
1: Oh, okay.
4: So that that's what I um forgive me. I'm like one of those like I wanna be able to do everything and I know the best way to sometimes purchase a game is to get all the content at once. Uh That saved me with Assassin's Creed Origins, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, probably Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So I figured it's an Ubisoft game. Might as well get it all now. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah.
1: I'm one of the guys that just plays the game and I rarely play DLC. Although I've been enjoying this Hive Buster DLC, but for me, I usually am in a mainline game and I'm good.
3: Yeah, definitely try try out the or look out for those uh, backwards compatible games. They're all pretty low. And I was playing uh, the was it Sonic Adventure two with that auto HDR. It looks really nice. And that's five bucks right now. Is, so, is, is geometric
1: effect. war geoma-
3: Oh, Geometry, geometry. Wars.
1: <laughs> yeah, geoma- geometry wars. I'll try to get that game if you haven't gotten it. Uh, it's an HDR delight, I've heard. I've been looking. I'm on the outlook on that, uh, or on the lookout for that one.
0: Man, Geometry Wars that brings me back. Early three sixty days. Ooh. Ooh, Tales of Vesperia,
3: definitive edition, twelve fifty.
0: That was a, there you go. That's the better Tales games. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a great
1: deal right there. You can't you know you mm. can't go wrong with it like that. Twelve
0: bucks. Well, even uh, Titanfall two, eighty percent off at like not it's not even six bucks. Like, grab it if you haven't
1: already. And that game on Xbox Series X, because of the way that they've... The engine in that game, that game actually runs uh, over 4K, and it can run up to 6K. Uh, Obviously, if you have a 4K TV, it's going to be super sampled down. I played Titanfall 2 on... The Xbox Series X, and because I've tried, I've tried many games on the Series X. That's one of the first, one of the things I, I love doing with this console is just to see the, the, either the upgrades or whatever. Titanfall Two maybe look it rivals anything I've seen pretty much, aside from maybe Hive Busters and a couple of other things. But if you if you haven't tried, uh, Titan Titanfall Two. And, if, I mean, if, if you haven't tried it and it's for 6 bucks. Uh, you know, there you go. You're, you're, you're gold. Uh, get that game, own it. I mean, even though it's on uh, EA Pass or, I mean, on, mm-hmm. on Game Pass, go through that. Still, to own the game is, to, to, is the best way. So, if you can get a game that even though you have access to it but you can buy it, always buy it just to own it because you never know. Uh, you never know what, you know, you might not in five years have Game Pass or want to subscribe and you could just, you've always owned that. For me, that's, you know, I've always done that. Even though a lot of Xbox games day and date, I always, like, I bought Sea of Thieves. Uh, I just wait until they become really cheap and I and I outright buy them to
0: own. hmm No, definitely. I'm tempted to, to even get it for, uh, like, a few buddies of mine, too. Just, it's so low. I've already gotten uh, a friend a game uh, Wolfenstein: The New Order because I'm like, hey dude, it's an excellent shooter. It's only ten bucks. Here you go. You know, here's a here's a Christmas Day treat for you. And then I'm like, I'm just I'm it's it's funny because I'm more tempted to buy games for other people so that they can play with me rather than you know just buy for myself. So you know, but it's nice to have these kinds of sales. But...
4: That is completely not odd. I have literally bought friends of mine, multiple friends of mine, the same copy of the game just to increase the pool of people that I could play the game with.
0: Yeah, man, definitely. Either way, there are lots of fantastic sales out there, guys, whether it be on the, uh, again, the Xbox Countdown sale, PSN, Steam. Uh, As Jeremy said, there's a whole bunch of uh, free games uh, being given out daily right now by the Epic Game Store. Definitely uh, pick them up. I think Night, Night in the Woods is the one today, not to mention other sales a good time to pick up some games just saying fellas Uh, we will move on to a different topic guys and again it's been a pretty long year for everyone and thankfully we've had a bunch of games to tide us over and keep ourselves occupied during uh you know some of these trying times and gaming has certainly uplifted our spirits for the past year and i'm curious what are some of the panel's favorite games in 2020 um shockley buddy i'll start with you on this one do you have any standout games from 2020
3: uh definitely my number one's definitely uh final fan the one to kick off the uh covid year <laughs> uh for you know when covid was going down it was final fantasy um uh, final fantasy remake or seven remake that one, the action sequence, just that action is just amazing. Like, that blows any, like, Devil May Cry or any, like, action, that type of action game to me out of the water, um, what they accomplished with that. So I can't wait to see that on. Hopefully they get a next-gen patch soon, or it goes to PC just so you can bump it up to 60 frames. But um, I think that, Last of Us 2, is pretty good. Um, that one was pretty good, except just one little piece of the narrative at the end kind of like was kind of a knock on it but yeah the action in that one was pretty awesome. So those are probably my two two overall standouts I can't think of. I tried to get into Animal Crossing that didn't that didn't fly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'll, I'll probably pick, you know, get back into it maybe a little bit later. I can't think of what anything dropped. Anything else dropped in the summer? I think I'm just blanking on what or dropped Wow, okay. or the show. Oh yeah, or- I totally forgot. I was I was thinking like way back before yeah, everything yeah. started. But yeah, Ori, yeah, definitely Ori. Probably those three. If I have to make a top three Final yeah. Fantasy remake, Last of Us two,
1: and uh, Ori.
0: All right, all right. Uh, anybody else want to share?
2: Yeah. Me, uh, you- oh, go ahead. You go.
1: Well, I mean, I still have I still have games like I want to play The Last of Us two and and I'm waiting to get the PlayStation Five. I want to play Ghost of Tsushima. Um Sony had a tremendous year. Um, but for me, as an Xbox guy, Ori was fantastic, uh was really good. Um finished it. Um and um what other game was I uh, just looking at that I really enjoyed. Um Oh, uh, and it's funny cause, uh, I don't, I'm in the middle of it. Uh, the, the new Yakuza, uh, I think what that uh, Jeremy, yeah, really, yeah. really uh, enjoying it. Uh, so try that game out. Uh, there's been a ton of games this year. Um, but yeah, I was thinking about Jeremy because Yakuza really, um, it's, it's pretty awesome. And, uh, he told me about it and I, I've liked some of their games, but yeah, I'm in the middle of it and enjoying it. And it's, uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, getting back to, uh, you know, finishing it. I think I'll finish the first two chapters. It's
0: really good. Nice.
2: Yeah. For myself, uh, invader, definitely Ori, the Willow wisps Um, man, I, I started playing Minecraft dungeons with my kids And that's a great game for those who like Diablo. It's not as uh, deep or in-depth as Diablo, but uh, it kind of fills that need and void. That's a great game. Um, Of course, Deep Rock Galactic, I can never get bored of that game. We play it. Um, It's almost, you know, it seems like every other week we play it online. (laughs) yeah um that one's good i do like the huge playstation games that came out the final fantasies the um you know the last of us 2 i finished god of war this summer finally i i know that's been out forever but i finally finished it that was great um you know it, it just there's just so many like currently the yakuza's um uh you know the cyberpunk you know that that's that just came out obviously but uh, i do like death's gambit on pc even though it's not one of my favorite favorite but that, that was pretty good um yeah not the top of my head i think that's pretty much it nice oh Ge- you know gear's tactics was pretty good even though i i
0: didn't finish it i just started it mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's pretty good yeah, I'm in the middle of that. Um, yeah, I got to admit, I mean, it, it impressed me with uh, just its depth, and uh, even the characters yeah. are actually pretty cool too, for the most part.
2: Yeah, there are I, you know, right off the bat, the early on, the early stages, I've started playing it. They're more interesting than the Gears Five and yeah. Four
0: characters, for yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, which is kind of sad, but it is but uh, even like you can customize your squad and like deck them out and it it really gets more in depth later on and i like the missions are pretty fun and yeah overall i'm just i'm really enjoying it at the moment so i definitely gotta get back into that you know i was surprised how much i
2: liked the wasteland 3 i thought it was an excellent game um on vr uh, I played the Tetris effect. That's amazing in VR on my Oculus Quest. Um, There's a few other games that were really good on Beat Saber in VR was really good.
0: So, yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, as far as my games go, though, go my most memorable ones. It's all over the place. For example, Doom Eternal. It is. Like an absolute symphony of blood and gore and weaponry, it's it's amazing from the soundtrack, level design, action. It's just I cannot get bored with that game. The stuff that is being done with that, I just it's a blast. I could replay that game over and over again. And I remember it came out right uh, when things were just heating up in March and like actually yeah it came out the same day as animal crossing and that game really helped to tide me over like the first few weeks going on there Mm -hmm. so i was really happy
2: you know i had a chance to uh, watch digital foundry and they were talking about how you know their most graphical impressive games of 2020 and obviously cyberpunk was on there on pc and on that list was doom eternal and they spoke about how the team, um, you know, i oh my god, guy can't even forget. I forget the name, but uh, the team that created Doom Eternal and the, some of the technical stuff that Doom Eternal brings to the table, solid, you know, solid 60 frames per second, how it keeps up in resolution, how they, you know, just the, the it was, it's a graphical marvel that game is. It really is when you look at it. And some of the animations that the en- enemies display, uh, how they didn't settle and they just kept going. of the character animations and enemy animations and how they just explained every little detail about Doom Eternal. And, um, you know, it, it's a great game for sure.
0: Yeah. And just to add on to that too, there are other games. Again, I have to give a mention to Deep Rock Galactic. It's one of those games where I I'd always kept an eye on it. And then when we were going to do a game night, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll get in on it. And it is just such an adventure. I mean, you would think that a game that does procedurally generated levels would suck. I mean, because you... <sighs> Like, you look at the beginning of this gen, and games like No Man's Sky, they had it, and it didn't work out as well as what a lot of people thought it would. But then you get into this, and it's it's fantastic. Not only are do things always look different, a lot of them make sense, and they're interesting, all these caverns you go into. And it's just, it's always a blast playing with your co-op teammates, or even when you're alone, too, to be honest. But. That game is
2: never boring. Mm-hmm. I can say that. I could play it almost endlessly. I mean, there's tons of things that you can do, even though it's really just a game of point A to go point B and get back to point A. But, um, yeah, I think, I think uh, we should all even shock man. I never see shock on Xbox, but shock you could you got to jump into Deep Rock Galactic, man. Tim. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, guys, it's on Game Pass right now, too.
1: Definitely. I remember when it came out for a preview, so it's been out a while, but it was um, it was very bare bones, but I uh, just goes to show you how these games keep building and building, and uh, yeah, it's pretty cool that you guys are playing it. I, saw, I think I saw Jeremy, or I don't know if it was in the chat, and you guys were talking about it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but uh, great to see.
0: Yeah, man. And one game that I ha- I do have to give a nod to, <laughs> you're not gonna believe this, uh, Terminator Resistance. You know, it's based off of uh, you know the property Terminator, the movies, um, but it's not based off of one of the uh, the movies per se. It's it's in the uh, same world with the lore, and it's a fantastic shooter. It has uh, some really in depth RPG mechanics and make uh, upgrading weaponry interesting. And the story itself is just really entertaining and really gets you involved. And, again, I, I didn't think much of it at first, but it was getting a lot of good uh, reception when it came out. And, man, oh, man, guys, do not sleep on Terminator Resistance if you want, like, a, a really good a terminator video game it is fantastic i i I cannot speak any more highly of it i mean the graphics are kind of meh like not the greatest but it does a really good job with what it has and you wouldn't even think it was made by the same dev team behind rambo the video game but it's fantastic guys i highly recommend it um but yeah it was a really good year for gaming and I was so glad to be able to play some of these games. I, I just there's so many good games that you know it's hard to you know play catch up. Did
4: anybody try the Saints Row, the third remaster?
0: Um, no, <clears throat> no, I haven't actually. So I was the only one I here. Bought that, I
1: bought it. I bought it. I didn't play it though.
4: I had never played any of the Saints Rows, so I started with uh, playing the original Saints. Well, I didn't go as far back as the original Saints Row. I started on Saints Row 2, did Saints Row 3, now got to get around to Saints Row 4. I kind of feel like I've been doing a lot more uh, of the backlog and backwards compatibility uh, this year. than Because, um, you know, like, there was Avengers. I mean, there's been some good titles that have come out over the year. But I feel like uh, some of the other ones that I really feel like I'm kind of looking back on and had fun with were like uh hitman 2 um ghost runner i don't know if you guys checked out ghost runner um i'm starting to kind of like go down into checking out different forms of games and i mean ghost runner oh my god that game can be addictive but also at the same time you feel like you're pounding your head into a wall if you're not doing it right you have you tried it at all
2: i i tried ghost runner on pc briefly uh, oh. i haven't got into it though i did like what i played right.
4: has anybody else tried it? Does anybody know what it is?
0: I know what it is, I I just, I'm not, I'll be honest, I'm not really all that interested in it, I'm not really into those runner games, but, I mean. uh... I've
4: never been interested in them until now, Mm -hmm. Um, and for some reason, um, I know it's like, you don't want to sit there and play this for hours because you just want to do like a level or two, because it literally is one shot kill. Like, if they tag you one time, you're down, and you got to basically kind of go at it uh, again.
2: Right. Hey, Tim. Tim, I have a question. I'm buying yeah. a new OLED TV. Did you see that? I'm buying this uh, 60, uh, 65 inch Sony A8H. Uh, what do you think about that TV?
1: Very good TV. Um, it, for you know it's it's a multi purpose t v it'll yeah. be awesome on gaming, but for movies um they That's, it's very highly rated it's like yeah you know, for, for for uh stuff like that but yeah if, uh, I, I always wanted to own a sony in addition to my l g s but i know that you have that uh the l g s so
2: the, old one, the that, old one yeah
1: yeah to add that yeah you'll you'll be a lot the TV's amazing they say in some, in some aspects it outperforms the LG. Yeah. In you know, other aspects, uh, the LG has a little... Uh, I, I, like, I don't think it has VRR uh, on it. Um, no. You got to look at our things, but yeah, that's a killer TV.
0: Okay, cool. Nice.
1: Yeah, you'll, be very, you'll be very happy with that.
0: Oh, Sweet. We got uh, Megatron sneaking in here in the chat, dropping uh, $5 Super Chat. Uh, just so everybody knows, Megatron's not here because it's his birthday. He's having a little shindig. So, uh, happy birthday, Megatron. Wait,
2: wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. It's not his birthday yet. He still has 15 minutes to go. <laughs> well,
0: no,
1: he has, he has an hour and 15
0: minutes. Is it an hour? Oh, for- yeah. an hour and Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. An hour and 15 minutes. Well, anyways, it's uh, coming up. We love soon.
1: you, Megatron.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he has a little message here. Jeremy sucks. That is all. <laughs> <laughs> jk <laughs> uh good stuff megatron good stuff hope you're having a good time man um <laughs> but yep yeah. uh all right guys uh we'll move on and you know what? why don't we talk about the games that we're looking forward to in 2021 you know moving ahead here uh, there are quite a few that we know about whether they've been delayed or again, they have a vague release date of some sort, but I'll keep this open to whoever wants to just chime in first. Uh, what games are you guys looking forward to in 2021?
2: Well, I'll tell you one thing, it's not going to be Halo Infinite cause that's coming out in 2022. I knew you were going <laughs> to say that
0: <laughs> Shut your mouth. Uh,
2: for me.
1: And, and I'm going to have to get out of here cause, uh, I have to get going to sleep but um uh for me uh it it uh it's going to be halo infinite and also cyberpunk twenty seventy seven especially after Jeremy explained that pretty sick uh, uh that's that uh, i guess side mission
2: dude, all uh, the missions are like that Tim all of them pretty much yeah
1: no I'm looking forward to that, uh, but halo infinite for me i've been I'm a huge Halo fan. I, I, you know, grew up loving Halo, and that's one of the reasons why, uh, you know, I, I've been such a huge Xbox fan it was because of the universe. And uh, yeah, I'm hearing really good things, and uh, uh, it's been a, it's been a great show. Um, I'm Just gonna, I'm gonna get out of here a little early. Uh, I'll be here next week, and uh, happy holidays to everyone. Happy New Year. And um, good good show tonight, guys. A lot of good talking.
0: Yeah, definitely, Tim. Uh, yeah, no, uh, it's been a really, really positive show, to say the least. And, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to Halo Infinite as well, uh, despite what Jeremy says. Uh, I mean, I'm hopeful that it will fall within its uh, autumn fall release date. Uh, I think the timing would be... Uh, perfect to match up with a certain anniversary um, yeah I'm just I'm, I'm really excited to see what 343 has in store for us uh, especially with Joe Staten involved uh, other than that of course being excited for Halo uh, a few other titles I don't know if anybody caught this a few weeks ago at the game awards but back for blood the uh, R- left for dead spiritual successor from Turtle Rock. It looks really good. Yeah,
2: that one looks pretty good.
0: Like no word of a lie. I'm not in on uh, the early testing, but it looks like it's gonna be a really fun, good game. Uh graphically it looks pretty impressive too. It just again, I, I really need something to scratch that left 4 dead itch, and it looks really <laughs> like a blast. So looking forward to that sucker. Uh as well, another co-op game, Warhammer 40k Dark Tide. I'm a huge fan of Vermintide. I'm a huge Warhammer nut, so you, can, I am definitely going to be in day one for Dark Tide. That's an Xbox exclusive, by the way. And Scorn, I really want to play that game. As much as it is very disturbing, at the same time, I like my, I like my horror games. So really excited to play that. And- yeah, I'm,
2: I'm looking forward to, um, for to Scorn. Um, I, I'm hoping that Halo Infinite comes out uh, at the end of the year of 2021. Um, But we have uh, the Medium coming out in a few weeks, too. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to the Medium.
0: Yeah, totally. And even Flight Simulator, too. I know that's been out on PC for a few months already, but it's supposed to be coming to uh, Xbox Series X and S in the summer. So... I definitely want to get down on that. And Shadow Warrior 3. I really want to play that. <laughs> I really enjoyed my time with uh, Shadow Warrior 2. Actually, I still need to to beat that, but it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of silly fun with a lot of great action. Uh, I can't complain with that game, especially with a lot of the crazy dialogue going on in it. So that's a fun one. Can't wait to play that. Um... Yeah, otherwise, I mean, there's so many more games to list off, but those are uh, some of the main ones. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, Shockley, did we get to you yet?
2: Shock? Shockley fell asleep.
0: <laughs>
3: uh, for next year, um, I think I would say Halo for, you know, what, it's, what they're going for, because um, I love... I think Halo one's probably like my favorite, just because of the setting and the aesthetic. I um, was trying to think. Hopefully, Star Citizen gets announced next year. I know Bethesda likes to announce them like you know months before we leave. Oh, like Starfield. Yeah, Starfield. Yeah, or yeah, what did I say, Star Citizen.
0: That game's uh, never coming out. <laughs> that game's
3: never coming. Out. Yeah, wrong. <clears throat> um, yeah, probably that. And I'm trying to think of anything else on the playstation side other than i guess god of war which i don't think is coming out next year um maybe horizon yeah maybe that one i still need to finish the first one so there's that but uh oh yeah hopefully uh final fantasy uh at least hopefully it comes to pc and xbox just or at least pc or we get a um that was the only bad thing about the PlayStation releases. There were some textures, I would say, that were missing. <laughs> like, the game looks, like, amazing, but there's definitely some areas where they uh, did not finish. So definitely uh, PC could uh, help with that, either modders or hopefully by the... It's been a year, so hopefully they've upped that for a PC release. But, yeah, I would say probably Halo. Um, I don't think what it, Microsoft hasn't announced anything else, right?
0: No, not really. That I
3: know of? Okay. And hopefully Metroid Prime 4. Who knows?
0: Oh, man. where well, they've been holding on to the bloody uh, collection for a while now. Hasn't that been supposedly oh, done?
3: Actually, yeah. I'm, I'm really hyped for that. If that's that's supposed to be rumored to be getting announced and possibly a Zelda one, because it would be the Zelda anniversary, I believe. Um, so people are thinking it might be like, a, like the Mario collection like they just did. So it might be like uh, Majora's Mask ocarina and maybe twilight mm-hmm. um that'd be my guess or maybe wind waker's probably in there throughout one of those
0: yeah yeah i could see that just the whole metroid prime thing like that that's been done for a while as far as uh mm-hmm. you know it just they postponed it because of, they had to redo uh and ship off metroid prime 4 to another studio so it, hopefully right? yeah at
3: least bring some of those hd I think those those are probably one of the only few games Switch or uh, Wii U games that aren't on the Switch are the uh, Wind Waker HD port and the uh, Twilight Princess HD port. And then the Wii U's in completely irrelevant, and I might not need it anymore. But
0: mm-hmm. well, I, I was hoping they would bring uh, Star Fox over, but they haven't done that yet. I don't think so. But there yeah. there's another franchise I would like to see them give some love to, but. They keep trying and they
3: keep failing, so I don't know what, uh, what was the last good Star Fox game? 64?
0: Yeah. Well, although some people like to reference the, uh, was it Star Fox Adventures that Rare did, if I'm not mistaken?
3: Yeah, that was an okay, like, Mm Zelda-ish game.
0: Yeah. But I know what you mean, though, the traditional Star Fox, uh, title. Um... But yeah, otherwise, yeah, no, that's uh, those are some good games you listed off. Uh, has everybody gotten a chance to uh, to say their most anticipated games?
1: I didn't, but it's all
4: cool. No,
0: that, that's why I was asking. Go right ahead, uh, Fitty Set.
4: Oh, thanks. <laughs> no, no, um, uh, well. How weird, what games haven't you guys already labeled after 2021? Looks like it's going to be a stacked year. Um, Definitely interested in scoring the medium, but uh, Outriders, I believe that's February. Um, That one's on my radar. Uh, I have some friends that uh, are also wanting to check that game out. Looks like it's going to be a good multiplayer. Um, Interested in the new Far Cry that's going to come out. Um, Obviously, if Halo comes out, be checking that out. I mean, I can't really go too far into any of the games that you guys haven't named already. Another honorable mention would probably be uh Ratchet and Clank yes uh um so definitely looking forward to what twenty twenty one has to offer.
0: yeah, there's a lot of games, like again, there's so many games that we know about that we just we don't know a specified release date, so you know, I would love to throw in so many other games in there, but uh yeah, it's going to be cramped. It's definitely going to be cramped, guys. But you know what? On that note, uh, I think we're going to start wrapping things up. Uh, again, thanks everyone who tuned in tonight uh, with us for the final broadcast of 2020. And I think the majority of us are looking forward to get this year just out of the way completely. And everyone here on the TXR panel is looking forward to kicking 2021 off on a really, really positive note. All of you guys have been really fantastic, and we really appreciate your support over the past year. Again, guys like Red Raven, Six Slayer, Pycon Fusion, Pong Soul, Kenta Wilson, uh, so many people here that we see on a daily basis. Uh Lemon 108 Dragons TV. So many more others. other Zinc, Nine Lives. I'm just going through the chat here. Froggy T. Wright. So many, Kedri and Hardy. Fastback. And so many more. Thank you guys for always hanging with us. Um, And again, again, guys, if you haven't done so already, then please share this episode out. And subscribe to keep up to date on all things TXR. We really appreciate the support. And don't forget to turn on the notifications to let you guys know when the show pops up. All right, guys, let's get this rolling with the outros. and I will start with Centurion. Where can everybody follow you? but
4: right. Ahead. And thank you, gentlemen for being here. It's awesome to be podcasting just two days re- uh, removed from Christmas. Um, I definitely wanted to be able to hang out with all my friends and fam, especially on the holidays, and you guys are definitely included in that category. So um, for those also who want to find me, be sure to follow me at Centurion1307 at Twitter, YouTube, and Xbox Live. I also kick it here every Sunday night on the TXR podcast. And you can also find me over on the SHOP podcast every Saturday night as well.
0: Totally, brother. Uh, Next up, Jeremy, I know you want to get back to uh, some more cyberpunk action. Uh, Where can everybody find you, bud?
2: I'm going to bed after this podcast. I got to wake up early. Lies. I do. Anyway, anyway, Canadian. Um, Big shout out to my buddy Megatron. Happy birthday, brother. Um, Yes, you are old, motherfucker. But hey, (laughs) the older you get, the better you get. Anyway, happy birthday, man. We love you. Um, Yeah, you've missed you know, three out of the four podcasts. But hey, who's counting? (laughs) Hope to see you next week. Uh, We appreciate you. And we hope you have a good birthday. Peace out.
0: And you see everyone listening, that was from the heart, what Jeremy just said. He really meant every single word. (laughs) Thank you, my American brother. Uh, Moving on down the list here. Eric Shockley, buddy. Uh, Really good recommendations. Good commentary. Where can everybody follow you at, bud?
1: Yep,
3: as always, uh, at Shock Nero on Twitter, uh, Easy Shock on Xbox Live. Um, please, whatever you do, don't watch Wonder Woman 8- Eight Nineteen Eighty Four. Save yourself the time, uh, <laughs>
2: dude. That movie's trash.
3: I was like, Are you serious? Uh, and especially when you read up on like the villains turning him Max Lord into a wishing stone. Uh, oh my god, I can't. But. Uh, wow. I love the first one, but yeah, this one just was. But hey, guess good news—they did sign on for a third one. So,
0: yeah, Getting I heard about that. that.
2: Wow! I don't the know. After was, seeing that other one, it's trash. I'm not looking forward to the other one. The problem
3: was the director did the first one, or like the directing but not the writing and this one i guess she did the writing which that's where it went downhill
0: <laughs> th- cuz the actors were good but the
3: the writing was and the plot was terrible
0: <laughs> they must have made a deal with her just to be like okay well uh, you know this isn't going to be in all the theaters and we're going to put this on the streaming service so we'll give you another shot at making a shitty movie <laughs> unfortunately yeah. man i was but soul shit. was
3: good i watched that that was pretty nice so
0: yeah
2: soul was good but that was just cringe, cringe, that mall scene, and oh my
0: gosh.
3: Like, what are they, what is this, uh, 80s uh, DC TV show? Like,
0: Wow, <laughs> I, I'm scared to, like, watch How this How did this thing, go though? from some, like, dark, like, gritty, like, in the
3: first one, to, like, this, like, super fun? They're, like, trying to be Marvel
0: all the time.
3: They can't stop. Just leave it alone.
0: Damn. All right, now you, know, you guys got me pretty scared. I mean, I've been reading up on it, but wow, that's bad. That's, uh, I mean, I, I do... But ris- decide for yourself. No. no, of course, but I mean, I really enjoyed the first one, too, but uh, that's really uh, disheartening. Damn. And Gal
3: Gadot's
0: uh, Gal- oh, Gadda- pretty hot, too.
3: HBO's really terrible streaming um, quality does help mask some of the bad CGI, so that is A+. plus.
0: <laughs> All right, good to know, Shockley. And to round this out, fellas, I'm Invader, and you all can find me and my content over on YouTube, at Invader Gaming. And, of course, I'm active on Twitter, at Invader underscore 1986. Everyone, have a good night, and have a fantastic New Year from all of us at the TXR Podcast. Keep safe, and we cannot wait to see you next Sunday and into the New Year. Later, fellas.